I don't care. <laughs> All right. Uh, Majorly misinformed. This is episode nine. Finally back on a Monday, which I think is good. Yeah, Monday's good. Yeah. It gives you, like, a little more recap of the weekend type thing because yeah, it's kind of weird to talk about your weekend on a Wednesday. Yeah. You know? And by the time Wednesday rolls around, I typically forgot all of it anyways. Yeah, and even though we haven't seen each other, it's, like, it's kind of weird. It, yeah. You know, I really haven't had very exciting weekends up until this weekend anyways, so it's kind of yeah, it, it was fine with me. Yeah. Let's hear about it. Uh, this weekend, I went to a wedding um, in San Francisco. Uh, my cousin got married. He's a district attorney somewhere down there in the Bay Area. And I believe his newlywed wife is also a district attorney down there. Super cool. She's hella cool. I'm really glad she's part of the family now. Um, you know me, but if anyone doesn't know me, San Francisco is a little out of my element. You know? I don't know. <laughs> it's a little out of my element, unless I'm with my brother-in-law, and then we fit in perfectly because we act gay all the time. There you go. <laughs> That's <laughs> we, what I was getting. Yeah, at. <laughs> we like to keep it in the family. <laughs> so we were, uh, my brother-in-law and my sister were both there this weekend, and they had their kid, you know, mm-hmm. and we were all going shopping. We had to go to like men's warehouse and shit, and I got a new suit, which I'll talk about later, but... um the girls ditched us, so uh, Britt, my brother-in-law, um, Britt and I took the kid, and we had to walk a mile back to the hotel. Ended up walking uh, like a quarter mile in the wrong direction, and then I was like, I think we're going the wrong way, so we had to go all the way back, and it ended up being a bit of a trek. But we're in San Francisco, and we're walking a baby, and typically, it, like like around here, people would be like, oh, look at those like, that dad and his buddy. Mm-hmm. But I have this weird feeling, like, anyone was driving by, I was like, oh, look, two gay dads that adopted a kid. You know, neither one of them have red hair, and this kid has red hair. So, um, but the thing that really put the icing on the cake is that we're sitting there just going, I'm going to town on an ice cream cone. Like, tongue out and everything. It's dripping all over me. I'm pushing this kid. And we're walking over, like, curbs and stuff, and... Like like we rehearsed it. He's picking the front of the stroller up. I'm pushing the back of the stroller, going off the curbs perfectly. It was, I mean, it was seamless double dad baby daycare pretty much. It was awesome. So everyone was making fun of us all weekend for being the gay dads. Yeah, I'm surprised no one took a picture of you and uh, put you as like the face of San Francisco after that, dude. I was the face of San Francisco. Yeah, I... Uh, it was kind of funny. We were laughing about it the whole time. Like, dude, I know everyone thinks that we're two dads right now, which is what it is. Not like it's a bad thing. It's just he's my brother-in-law, not my husband. Um, but uh, the wedding was a Catholic wedding. Uh, so I figured it would go like four hours because Catholic weddings are just incredibly fucking long. Um, it was a nice condensed version. So we dude. were in and out. Yeah, maybe awesome. half an hour, maybe said some prayers and stuff. Um, it wasn't bad at all. And then the reception, cocktail hour, dinner was all in this super badass building, 15th floor, which I believe was the top floor um, of this place. The whole, it was just a very, like, super nice fucking reception. Everything was nice. That's cool. Yeah. Um, 
And then the, uh, you know how, like, after you get married, you go into, like, a car, and then they drive away with, like, bells and shit? Yeah. Well, they didn't have, like, the bells attached to the back of the car, but it was the same car that his, uh, that drove his mom and dad, like, 37 years before that. So that was a cool little coincidence. Um, but it's, like, a bunch of, like, at this wedding, um, it was a bunch of, like, business people, like, district attorneys, sheriffs. Um, but then, like, Wall Street-type people, you know? Oh, fuck, you're in there with the high rollers. I was in there with the high rollers. Everyone's in a very nice black suit with a black tie. In walks Kenny fucking Henninger with a pink bow tie, pink pants, a fucking baby blue shirt, and a pink striped fucking jacket. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I got stared at a lot. Yeah, I was, like, the most unprofessional one there. But everyone liked it. Everyone mm. liked it. Yeah, people pulled me aside. Uh, my cousin told me, he goes, hey, you got best dressed. Um, my, his little brother, who was the best man, my, uh, my other cousin, um, I walk in. He goes, huh, how are things on the plantation? <laughs> 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 yeah, I looked like someone out of Django. It was pretty funny. <laughs> um, and that's the suit I bought at Men's Warehouse while, while we were there. I had another suit with me, and then I saw it, and I'm like, just really like the look of it. I was like, bro, I gotta get it. Good lord. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool. I'll probably wear it again someday. I hope. It was an attention getter. Yeah, it'll come up somehow. Yeah. It'll be useful. Yeah. Um I think I'm gonna wear it. There was someone on the Lake County mom's page or something that was needing a minister. And I'm an ordained minister. I don't know if you know that. Oh, you are? I'm an ordained minister, yeah. Okay, what is, does it really take like 30 minutes? A less than that. You you could do it right now. Really? Yeah, I, I swear to God. You just type in your email and they ordain you. Oh. Like, like 15 seconds. Hmm. It's that easy. And then, like, like check this out. Oh, my wallet's over there. They give you like a... I'm, I'm going to grab it. I don't care. Yeah, grab it real quick. Because I would very much like to see this. If you have an official card, I'm going to want one. Oh, yeah. Universal Life Church Ministries Credentials of Ministry. This is to certify that the bearer here... Shit's kind of faded. I can't even... Yeah, it's a little faded. Okay. On this day, the 4th of September. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I can legally marry people. I've done it. I'm one for one right now. You've already done it? Oh, yeah. What yeah. was that like? It was fun. Um, it was a perfect first wedding to do. Uh, so I actually did it. I got ordained originally in like 2016 because I was failing my English class and the professor in college and the professor said, hey, if someone wants to get ordained online, like I'll give you extra credit. And I was like, yep, I'm doing it right now. I still failed. I still failed the class, but I, I tried. <laughs> you know, I tried. I did what I could. Um, and then I, I lost everything. I didn't know who I got ordained through because I just did it online real quick. So I went back on Universal Life Church. Well, they say right on their website that they believe anyone should be able to do the holy sacrament of marriage and all that. And so they just ordain you for just because. Jesus. Yeah. And then I'm legal, like in the state of California, I can go take you to get your marriage license in the courthouse, all that. Like I have to sign your paperwork. I can do that. Hmm. Now, when you did your first one, did you, like, have everything memorized, or did you just, like, read off your phone? Oh, no. So, the only thing that 
legally has to be said is by the power vested in me by the state of California, and I always like to add in and the Universal Life Church online. Um, I now pronounce you. I now pronounce you man and wife. You may kiss the bread. Everything else is on you. A- everything else is just that. That's all you legally have to say mm. for it to be, uh, you know, binding and legal, and for it to count. Yeah. Um, yeah. Everything else, you just go ask like, "Hey, what do you guys want me to say?" So I did it for a couple of our friends, uh, people you know as well. Um, and I asked them for like two months, "Hey, give me what you want me to say. Give me what you want me to say. Give me what you want me to say." And the night before, they finally got a hold of me and said, I don't care what you say. Just make it, like, as short as you can. And that's why it was perfect. So I, I didn't have to do shit. Okay. Yeah. I just stood up in front of a bunch of people. Um, I ended up saying my own stuff because I've known them my whole life and said, like, oh, I remember when you guys got together. It was beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, all yeah, that shit. All that good shit. For like 30 seconds, and then I let them read their vows, and then I said, okay, by the power vested in me, I now pronounce you man and wife, you may kiss the bride, and that was fucking it. And then I dipped. I didn't even stay for dinner. Yeah, easy enough. That's kind of cool. Now I kind of see why people that aren't even that, like, religious will go through, like, a church and have, like, a, you know, more official dude do it, Mm -hmm. because no offense to you. But I would not want to have one of my fuckhead friends do my wife. You know what I mean? I don't know. It could be cool, but then at the same time, it's like, uh, I don't know. See, I would rather have one of my friends do it because then it, it means more, you know? It's like you yeah. got your family around and your buddies, and uh, it wasn't bad. And then you're not as nervous, and you don't have some random, you know, child molester priest fucking getting you guys married. Hey, that keeps it, things interesting, though. It does. I mean, I guess I guess in like 10 years, like, oh, you remember that guy who got us married? Yeah, yeah he's... And I'm not talking about me. <laughs> it's like, yeah, remember that Remember that Catholic dude who married us? Yeah, he's a, he, he's a chomo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? You don't have to worry about that with me. Life's a gamble. Life's a gamble. Gotta do it. Um, no, it was pretty fun. So, oh, yeah, so this person was looking for a minister, and... So I was like, yeah, I'll do it. And they're like, yeah, we'll pay $300. Then I'll just do it for free. I don't, I don't like, it's going to take me 30 minutes. I don't care. It's fun. Um, they're like, well, do you have a website? It's like, this isn't what I do for a living. <laughs> I have a fucking website. I did it for extra credit in English yeah. class because I was failing. <laughs> you yeah, know? What do you think this is? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, you could get ordained hell easy. 10 mm. seconds. Yeah, I might have to do that, actually. Just for the fuck of it. Why not? Yeah, I might as well. Another thing to add to my resume. It's kind yeah. of just cool to say. Well, then, then I mean, one of your buddies is getting married. It's an easy part to be a part of someone's wedding and not have to do a fucking thing. All you have to do is stand there, talk for a minute, and then you're done. You know? Yeah. Because if you're the best man, you got to, like, organize this and organize yeah. that. And if you're a groomsman, you got to do all this shit. If you're the minister, you just show up and... Say whatever they want you to say. I just held my iPad in front of me. The last thing on earth I would ever want to be involved with in a wedding is those stupid ass, like, they always go viral, like those dance videos. It's like choreographed as shit with all the oh, best yeah. men in the, in the group. Like, fuck, no. No, there's no way. Uh, I don't I don't like that shit. So, yeah, maybe I should get the minister card just to pull out of that kind of deal. Yeah. Not that I think anyone would do it, but. You'd be surprised, Just man. in case, yeah. Someone wants you to do their wedding. Yeah. Guaranteed. You know who really needs to do it? It's your dad. 
Your dad would be one funny fucking minister. Yeah. Yeah, him in a robe type deal. Oh, yeah, I didn't wear a robe. <laughs> no, you could have. <laughs> I could have. I really wanted to wear one of those You're not ties. taking the full step. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm a loser, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> uh, I know what you were thinking. Yeah. Um, but no, all, all in all, it, it was a good wedding, good food. Um, yeah, sounds nice. Everyone's having fun. There was a lot of fucking people there, so I, I got pretty bad social anxiety. You do anything else while you're there? There's a few there? hundred people. Um. Not really, no. In and out just for that? Yeah. I mean, I got there Friday, came home yesterday. Yeah. So I, I got there Friday, came home Sunday. And um, I don't know, just kind of spent the day there. Uh, obviously, sister or brother-in-law came. They're going to stay in town for a little bit. So they're in town if you want to say what's up. Yeah. Um, and, uh, well, f- my sister's in town right now. Uh, Britt had to go back and back to San Diego, get the dog from the kennel, and he's going to be driving up here in a few days. So he's not here right now. But, yeah, he'll be here for a while. I'm super excited. That's cool. Yeah, I'll have someone to hang out with. Yeah. Um, I don't want to get all fucking political, but what would yeah. you say is like the, um, like are hella people still wearing masks there? Oh, yeah. San Francisco? Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, I figure just because. So know. even like when COVID was at its height, I was one of those dickheads for the first couple months, that's like, if you asked me to put a mask on, I was like, fuck you, I'm not putting a mask on. And then I got to the point where I was like, all right, this poor kid just works at Safeway and he's doing what his manager told me I had to do. So like, I just yeah. wouldn't wear a mask anywhere. And I didn't feel bad, but I would not wear a mask unless someone asked me to put a mask on, then I would put a mask on. Except in San Francisco. I wore a mask the whole fucking time, every time I've been there, because... I mean, it's like people are fucking nuts down there. Yeah. You'll have some Karen just totally screaming at you like, oh, you're going to fucking kill me and my whole family. So, oh, yeah. You don't want to end up on a fucking video or something. Either. Yeah, exactly. That's the last thing I want. Might as well just um, do it. But the mask mandates in San Francisco were done. Yeah. And I felt like I was doing something wrong not having a mask on. Mm-hmm. And I think masks are dumb as fuck. Yeah, because I went like, I want to say maybe January. Mm-hmm. And it was like still pretty, pretty intense. Yeah, I, it's, I mean, even though you don't have to wear a mask there, I mean, there are still a lot of people wearing masks. Yeah, a lot of people. Um, I mean, I saw people on bicycles wearing masks. Of all fucking things in the world, why'd you wear? A, you're you're not around anyone wearing a mask on a fucking bicycle. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, it reminds me, uh, there was a meme that went viral during, like, the height of COVID, and it was some dude on a motorcycle with no helmet on, but he had a mask on. So he was wearing a mask and no helmet. Shit. I can tell you what, if you hit your head on the pavement, that's a lot more detrimental to your health than <laughs> fucking COVID. Yeah. Especially on a motorcycle. No, yeah, because I'm, I'm supposed to go down there in July for the marathon. Oh, yeah. And... I'm not trying to wear a mask while I run that. Oh, you won't have to. Yeah. No, ma- mask mandates are done. Um, mask mandates are super done. That'd be horrible. Well, the people I was with, they they were pretty far-right type people anyways. You know how when people drink, everyone gets into politics? Oh, I hate it. Okay. I hate it. Well, a lot of people were talking politics to me, you know, while I was there. And I was just like, oh, God, here we go. But they were, they were funny people, a lot of funny people. And they obviously do what they were talking about. Um but there was one guy who was super drunk, 
and he was just talking about like he was just getting really political. He uh you could tell he was drunk. He was saying some shit he probably shouldn't have said. And my my way of finally getting him to stop was the government's listening to you, bro. Don't say that shit. <laughs> We're in San Francisco. Half these people are fucking robots. And they're spies. And he goes, dude, I think you're right. Just feed into his crazy ass <laughs> <Yeah>. theories. <laughs> I did. I fed into his crazy ass theories. And uh, it worked. He, he, yeah. he quit. It was very interesting. I really liked the guy. Um, really liked the guy. He was an interesting dude. If he was not as drunk, I probably would have been a little more enticed to talk to him about his political views. That's what else makes it hard, too. It's like when people are drinking, you're just like so inclined to repeat the same thing over and mm-hmm. over and over again. Where if anyone's arguing with your point or even like going against it at all, there's no like, it's not like good banter back and forth no, or like he, he was, any he was screaming. change of like ideas. Yeah. It's just like war. You know how uh, Eminem did his rap battles in the movie Eight Mile? (laughs) That's about how that guy was talking to me. (laughs) Was he he real close, too? Oh, real close. Because it it was loud in there. Yeah, he was right in my face. I mean, he was just talking about, like... It's my nightmare. Like... Well, I didn't go in the Marines because... (laughs) because (laughs) It was was either go over there and shoot people or... Go to college, or what he say? Go to a private Catholic school, and I went to a private Catholic school instead of going to the Marines and killing people. And I'm like, <laughs> like they make memes about people like you, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, I didn't go in because I punched a drill sergeant in the face. <laughs> it's like, shut the fuck up. I don't care. Yeah. Um. Unreal. Yeah. Again, super cool guy. I've known the guy for a really long time. I see him like once every like five years, and he's a cool dude every time. But uh. Yeah, it was it, it. It was interesting to say the least. The whole weekend was very interesting, um, but everyone got along, and that's all that really matters, right? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, the only saving grace that happened with that is one of his other buddies, um, who really this guy really honestly needs to be a model somewhere. He comes in with like this big, perfectly square jawline, the perfect five o'clock shadow, the perfect fucking comb over hair flip. Suit fits him perfectly. Then he comes up, looks at him, and goes, why the fuck are you talking? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I like this guy. Um, turns out this guy doesn't drink either, so we ended up having a pretty good conversation about airplanes and because it always comes up in conversation with me. But um, he ended up being a pretty cool dude. Yeah, so. nice. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Not bad at all. Uh, what did you do this weekend? Um... Friday? What did I do? Oh, this weekend I just helped a friend move. It was kind of shitty. It was quick and easy, but, like, not super far, you know? Like, mm-hmm. Windsor to Ukiah. Not a big deal. Oh, it's not too bad. Yeah. You guys have a trailer? Rented a U-Haul. Nice. Dude, and we were going in the U-Haul, and fucking out of nowhere, like, a little rock kicks up. You know how that happens? Yeah. Fucking nice little dent <laughs> oh, in the shit, windshield. That sucks. Yeah. He had insurance though, and when we brought it back, the like lady inspecting it didn't say shit. So, too late now. Yeah, perfect. Can't yeah. get you now. No, I'm gonna take my sweater off real quick. Yeah, it's kind of hot. Yeah. yeah, fuck, I'm hot. <laughs> no, but yeah, it was uh, it was not too bad of a weekend. Did that, and then just got really, really drunk on Saturday, and that's about it. Well, it sounds like a pretty good weekend. Yeah, that's about a standard weekend. Yeah. For me. Understandable. Yeah. 
not me. I can't. I can't do any of that shit anymore. Mm. Um, although I did, I have been uh, spending my weekends and nights watching hoarders. Ooh, here we go. You watch that? You stumbled onto something good. I think I stumbled onto something good. I, you know, I've, I've watched it here and there, like since it came out for like fifteen years. I've been mm-hmm. watching it. That's about where I'm at with it. Yeah. But when I get on it, I get on it really hard. <laughs> you know, like, it's the only thing I think about. It's the only thing I watch. And it's like, oh, my God, that person is disgusting. I can't wait to watch. You know? Fuck. wonder how many dead cats they're pulling out of this girl's house. Yeah. Gee, that, that's the kind of shit where it's like, holy, f- it blows your mind. Dude, there was this fucking lady on there who they found, like, four dead cats in there. And she goes, I thought they just went missing and she ran away. She Absolutely. Yeah. Dude, there was one that was, it was so fucking bad. They had to sh- scrape the dead fucking cat off her floor. Scrape uh. it. It was it was molded into the floor. This girl had her, she hadn't had running water in like six years in this place. So she would shit in bags, tie it up and just throw it somewhere. You know? So there was so much shit. They're like, yeah, we literally can't do anything with this house. Like, we're pretty much going to have to fucking doze it. Like, the, the ceilings were leaking, so there was all this water in there mixed with all the shit. They had to call in specialists to come shovel, like, two feet of shit out of the house. It was fucking disgusting. Um, and I, I felt bad for her. Uh, but there was, like, this other dude who spent, like, his he was a retired vet, veterinarian, animal doctor, and he spent something like $700,000 on rare beer cans. And his whole house was fucking filled with rare beer cans <laughs> that he spent like 700 grand on. He goes, well, I'm going to sell them and make a bunch of money. I'm going to make like, two, I'm, I'm going to sell them for like $200,000. Like you spent three quarters of a million dollars <laughs> on them. You're going to sell them for $200,000. You're not going to fucking sell them. No. And these people, they're, they're fucking... They're out of their minds. They're out of their minds, and their rationale behind keeping some of this shit is just incredible. Um, they're delusional. They really are. Uh, there's one dude in... What do you think it is in a person that makes them like want to hold on to completely useless bullshit? I, you know, I can see some things. You know, like, like every once in a while you'll get someone's like, oh, I wanted to fix that. It's like, it happens to me every once in a while. I'll be going through a bunch of old shit, throwing stuff away. I'll see something. Oh, man, I would really like to keep this. I would really like to keep it. But I'm normal, and normally I say, eh, you know what? I'm not going to miss it. I haven't seen it in years. I can obviously do without it, throw the fucking thing away. These these people will get fucking, like, there was one lady who would not throw food away. So she had three inches of slime at the bottom of her uh, fridge. And she goes, oh, well, that chicken's not that bad. It's like it expired literally a year and a half ago. It, it's it, it's completely gross. decomposed. She goes, oh, well, I can give it to my cats or something. It's like, no, you fucking can't. That's why you have four dead cats in your house. Yeah, see, but your shit you're talking about is like mementos and shit that means something to you. They all have everything just like you're talking about. Like it's literal garbage. Like They're literal, literal garbage. like wrappers off of fucking – Fast food shit that they just won't get rid of. For whatever fucking yeah. reason. And, and that's the stuff so there, there, like, what? There was one dude on there who actually had a lot. He was a very artsy dude. He, he was an artist from uh, Boston, I think. And everything he had was like, okay, like I could see you wanting to keep that if it was one of like 
10 things you had and you wanted to mm-hmm. make some art stuff out of it. He had a bunch of cool shit in there. It wasn't just trash and dead cats and shit. His water worked. I mean, he wasn't a disgusting human like a lot of the people in there. Yeah. But he had so much stuff. It's not like he's ever going to get to any of this. So uh, when he was, because they always bring like a psychologist on there. And he's dumpster diving with this psychologist and finds this picture frame that you could get at the dollar store. And she goes, do you really need this? He goes, no, I guess I don't. He's a gay black dude. Oh, I guess I don't. Instead of throwing it back in the dumpster, he fucking thinks he's being sneaky. goes, puts it behind the dumpster and like sets it there. <laughs> and she goes, you didn't throw it back in the dumpster. Are you going to come get it? He goes, uh. <laughs> he totally was going to. I don't know, dude. They're, they're fucking delusional, these people. Um, no, the only way it's like kind of okay to be a hoarder is like, you ever seen like American Pickers? Yes. So, like, you know how there'll be, like, old people with, like, sheds and stuff full of crazy old shit? Yeah. But they have a separate house that's, like, clean and normal and you live fine? Like, that's cool. That's how you do it. Like, that's okay. Like, some outside away storage thing, sure, fill it the fuck up. Like, make it crazy messy. Like, whatever. It's a shed. Use it for storage. But you got to take care of yourself. No shit, dude. Um, The two people I watched today, one girl had, like, a four-bedroom house. She met this guy. Okay, who had lived there for 15 years. They had like three kids, moved in together. She filled this place up. They got divorced, so he moved out. She stayed there. Her and her three kids lived in the living room, a four by eight spot that she had not hoarded everything in. It was kind of neat. Yeah. And so she had this like three, four bedroom house that wasn't even hers, and they were living in this one little spot. The other people I watched this morning, their whole house had gotten infested with uh, bed bugs. So him and his three kids were living right outside of the house in a tent. But the house they just used for stores, and they lived in a tent. And you know what his rationale behind that was? Mm. People pay thousands of dollars to go camping, and we get to camp every day. And he was being serious. How <laughs> fucking delusional are you, dude? Like, oh it, it was in, God. like, Wisconsin, too. It was, like, it was, like... At like 20 degrees outside in the heat of the day yeah. and he had his kids living in a tent outside of the house it, it was it was disgusting it was disgusting that's awful i know the, these people need to get arrested they really do the uh the cat story you were talking about in the beginning where they like literally had to scrape um them off reminds me of something i read like last week and it, this is like really horrible and sad and fucked up but it's kind of related so i'll just bring it up while we're on the topic of shitty people that okay <laughs> <laughs> so there's like this uh uh i think it was a girl and she had some disability where like she had no muscle movement like could barely like basically only blink you know like mm-hmm. can't talk can't walk can't can't do anything and her I believe it was her parents or grandparents were supposed to be her caretakers, you know? Oh, yeah. Because obviously she can't do a fucking thing for herself. Well, they left her. Oh, shit. And, like, a social worker came by the house after I don't even know how long of time since anyone besides the family has seen her. And she was, like... Like, kind of stuck. Like, almost, like, melted in... Like, she was dead kind of melted into the fucking couch. Cause oh, she died the and she was melted into the couch? Shit. Well, yeah, and she had been, like, left for it, probably what? What does it take you to, like, die, like, without any food or water or anything? Like, three, four days. Three, four days. So, yeah, yeah of just 
pissing on yourself, shitting on yourself. And decomposing, and decomposing into the couch. And then, yeah, and then it was, like, months even after that before anyone found her. Oh, that's fucking Maybe even longer. Terrible. Yeah. Oh, I was I was so disgusted when I read it. Like, people are so shitty. Like No shit. Have you ever seen, uh, like, My 600-Pound Life? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I can't remember if it, if it was that exact show, but it was a show similar to it. And they had this lady who was, like, fucking 800 pounds. And she was sitting on the same couch for four or five years. She had not gotten mm-hmm. up from that couch. And so when they got her out of the house, they actually had to cut the fucking sofa because it was stuck to her. Yeah. And they had to do surgery to get this fucking couch, like, off of her. And she was still alive, though. I, I thought that was fucking disgusting. I do not get how people live like that. Can you imagine being one of, like, the medical personnel or firemen or police officers that when one of those huge, 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 huge people turns up dead, they have to, like, literally physically carry out because there's no other, like, you got to bring a chainsaw. That, like, everybody's got to grab, like, a piece of the piece of the body and just get it out somehow that's why those guys are all so fucked up dude yeah they see they see and do some fucked up shit yeah Yeah. think about that man and it happens every day too you know how many people like die in their house every year and no one finds them and someone has to go get them out that would be disgusting dude the elder population especially Mm -hmm. i mean like yeah lost contact with their kids or they just don't have any yeah. family left, and it's like... Or they're total degenerates yeah. as parents, and so their kids just don't talk to them. Especially when you're out in, like, fucking bum fuck nowhere, like, out here in, mm-hmm. like, the cuts. If you died, no one's checking on you for a long time. If you don't have no. any neighbors or anything, too, like, oh. You know, I think about that every once in a while when I'm up at uh, my place, because, I mean... I'm lucky. My my family goes up there a lot, and we keep tools and stuff up there. So uh, the guys who work for my dad have to go up there every once in a while and stuff. But I think, like, if I'm riding my dirt bike around by myself or, like, mowing the lawn on the riding lawnmower and I'm, like, on a little side hill or something, it's like, if I fell right now, it's going to be a really long time before someone comes, yeah, you know? You if I get hurt. Careful. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's why I wear a helmet now. I would get on my dirt bike. And just rip around with no helmet. And I was like, fuck, like, if I fall right now and hurt my head, no one's going to check on me for a couple of days. Yeah, privacy is cool to an extent, but mm-hmm. there's definitely a limit. And isn't it funny how, like, the older you get, the more you think about shit like that? Like, when you're young, you're like, helmets are for pussies. Like, yeah, exactly. I will never wear a helmet. Like, yeah. Fuck this. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, I could really hurt my brain. <laughs> I, I think about it all the time, dude. It's like, I got to go to work tomorrow, like. I can't do this really fun thing because if I hurt my wrist, I can't fly, yeah. <laughs> you know, or if I hurt my back. Yeah, any kind of safety stuff, like even seat belts. like I'm so strict with the seatbelt now. Are you? Like, yeah. That's something I'm really bad about. Cars I'm really bad me, at dude. putting my seatbelt on. You're so out of control. I mean, anyone can just fucking crash right into you at any given moment. That's always what it's I'm not worried even on about. You. Yeah. yeah. That, that's what I'm most worried about, like on my Harley or in the car. Um People don't fucking pay attention. I mean, I'm guilty of it, but people don't fucking pay attention. You know how many times I've almost been hit on my motorcycle? Oh, Every fucking time I go out, someone almost hits me. People are idiots. Yeah. Yeah. So he's got to act like no oh, one sees you. When we're done, remind me something about motorcycles. Okay. Yeah. When, can, when we're off, though. When we're off? Yeah. All right. Okay. I can do that. Yeah. Um, one sec. Let me look at my notes. I do keep notes. They're... 
Guys on TikTok. Britt and I acting like gay guys. Covered. <laughs> Hoarders. Hoarders covered. I do have two other things. Okay. It's my one question that I have for you. I only have one question this week because I just came up with it on the way here. Everyone seems to really love this uh, segment that I talked to. So. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay, cool. I get quite a few comments. Here. Do you have any this week? No. Okay. Um, well, I'll, I guess we can just do it now yeah. if anyone's still listening. Oh, by the way, I did get like three or four people message me and be like, same, I, I really want same, that fucking merch. Same, same, I, they, said, <laughs> they said, I'm a fucking 2%er. I better get <laughs> 2%er, one. 2%er, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know, I had a few people. So maybe do people. I really think we should make it. Yeah, maybe some of our listeners do actually listen to the whole podcast. Yeah, shout out to you guys. Thanks. And girls, if there's any of those. Oh, we're about to lose so much money <laughs> <laughs> for all six of the people that listen to us. Um, all right. Would you rather, mm-hmm. all right, make out with a guy for 45 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least this one doesn't <laughs> include my parents so far. No, th- this one has nothing to do with your parents Thank or God. your dog's balls right. or anything like that. It's a now, very... Now we're getting gay. It's a little gay, yeah. yeah. It's, it's really gay, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know where the second half is going. <laughs> Would you rather make out the dude for 45 minutes or blow him for one minute? Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> This is, is going to sound pretty gay, but <laughs> is, that, is that one minute of blowing? Is he coming? <laughs> or is it? We'll just say uh, no. No, if it helps you out. 45 minutes of making out with the dude. Hey, okay, 30 minutes of making out with uh, the dude. Or blow him for one minute. <sighs> <laughs> you know, it's, I it's, might just have to cl- close my eyes and pretend this. Making out with someone is, it's pretty intense and intimate. And yeah, it's way more gay to kiss a dude for 45 minutes. I think it's way <laughs> more, okay, but, but, listen to this, all right? There is a saying that I heard, and I'm not going to tell you who told me, um, but someone told me once upon a time that you can golf your entire life, you can golf and golf and golf and never be called a golfer. You suck a dick one time and you're a cocksucker for the rest of your life. That's true. So just think about that. Making out with a dude for 45 minutes? <laughs> what would you do? <laughs> <laughs> I need to start asking my own questions so I don't have to answer everything. So you don't get put on the spot every time? Yeah. I don't know, dude. It's easy for me. I want to do either of them. That's not an option in these scenarios. <laughs> you, dude, you you had to think about that? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know what I'd rather do, to be completely honest. I, I think I'd rather kiss a dude for 30 minutes. There's no way I'm putting the disgusting, fiery, Taco Bell-flavored dick in my mouth. No way. No one will ever forget that. Fiery Taco Bell flavor? Yeah, dude. Dudes are disgusting. Bro. Taco Bell flavor? Yeah, dudes eat Taco Bell all day and like then expect to get blowjobs from their girlfriend. Shout out to girlfriends who get blowjobs because I know that 
dudes are not the cleanest things in the world. And there's no way it's fun for them. No way. Yeah. Especially after a night out, you're sweating, you got alcohol poured all over you because your buddies are dumb and spilt it on you. And then you go get Jack in the Box at 3 in the morning. And, you know, so now you have beer shits and Taco Bell shits or Jack in the Ball shits. And then it's like, hey, babe, let's get a little fun tonight. Yeah. Yeah, do you remember after, like, a like a hard day of, like, practice and then, like, showering and you can almost instantly smell your own balls? Oh, it happens to me three times a week <laughs> after jujitsu. I don't sweat that much anymore, crazy. Like. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I, uh, so, you know, I wear, like, a rash guard and spats underneath my gi when I'm doing gi jujitsu. And then when I'm doing no gi jujitsu, I wear the same shit. I just don't have a gi over it. Anyways. When you're rolling on the mat and you roll with five, six, seven different people and everyone sweats on the mat and it smells like feet. and Anyways, you leave uh, the gym smelling like all sorts of smells. You, I mean, you really are disgusting when you leave there. I had put one of my rash guards at the bottom of my laundry hamper and then had other laundry and I was doing laundry the other day and I picked my gear out and I smelt it and I was like, I, I almost puked. Yeah. Like, it had been sitting in that dirty clothes for, like, a week, and it smelled, like, I don't even know. It smelled so bad, dude. I almost threw it away. I was like, this is, there's no way this shit's washing out. Ugh. No fucking way. Because I'm pretty, like, my rash guards and stuff, I'm really good about washing. I, I will not wear them twice. Every once in a while, I'll forget to wash a gi, and I might wear it a second time if it doesn't smell too bad. But I try to wash that after every session also. Rash guards I'm religious about. So I, I typically come home, throw them in the washing machine, and just start it. Um, but I must have forgotten about this one. And oh, my God, dude. I wanted to puke. It was fucking gross. Disgusting. But you don't smell it like when you're at the gym. Like you walk in. You don't smell it because we want we or someone mops the mats after every time you leave, um, but then you have forty people in there and every person is drenched in sweat. And uh, one of the guys at the gym actually got a toe. He got fish hooked by a toe the other day, yeah. and I, oh god, it, it it was so gross. And he he's like the best person at that gym besides the professor. And he stopped what he's doing, stood up, goes, oh. <laughs> I mean, I saw it happen. This toe just fucking fish hooked him. It looked like something out of gangs in New York. Oh, another dude's toe. It was a chick's toe. Not so bad. <laughs> His wife's toe. Oh, really not bad then. Well, I yell across the gym. I go, don't act like you didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> and fucking Matt foot, no way. Girl toe, no big deal. No. Another dude's toe. Dude, it's a big deal. You never smell me when I do the podcast after jujitsu. Like you've never smelled me. Not really. Oh well, I'm gonna have you smell me next time. I'd <laughs> 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 rather just keep my distance. <laughs> it's so gross. It is so gross. And I know there's people who go home and just like get in bed after and like just shower in the morning. Oh, I bet. Oh, those are the worst kind of people. I know. Fucking, I remember in high school, we had just got done with football practice. Then we all went, and um, I, I think we had, like, a big, like, guys' night or something. We had, like, a bonfire, and we had all showered before we went, except one guy comes, doesn't fucking shower. We gave him hella shit. You know that guy. Um, we gave him so much shit. He stayed the night without ever showering that night, 
and then didn't shower in the morning, went to football practice, and we did it again, and he still hadn't fucking showered. Yeah. It was like one of the grossest things I've ever seen. How do you even like? And you would never guess this guy's as disgusting as he was. I'm, I'm sure he's grown up since then. But. How do you not have enough self awareness though? To like, he didn't need to be self aware. We were giving him shit for it. We we told him, dude, you're fucking disgusting. I mean, double and triple the reason, but still, like, who the fuck? I, people are gross, man. It goes back to that order thing. Some people are just filthy, filthy humans. Maybe they're a hoarder now. Yeah, he might be. He has a man bun, actually. Mm-hmm. Which is just as gross as hoarding. Now I'm really trying to put things together in my head. Oh, here's a question I wanted to ask. Yeah. Speaking of filthy people, at what point in your life do you decide you want to become a gynecologist? Hmm. I, I, I don't know why it crossed my mind. And it was like, I was just thinking of people's jobs and stuff. And it was like, at, at what point, like, how do you, like, tell your parents, like, Know what I want to do, mom and dad? I'm going to look at people's buttholes for the rest of my life. But then again, aren't you, aren't you like a just certified medical professional and then maybe like that's the job you happen to get and shit? Like they're all the same certification, right? There's not like a special like... I'm sure oh, you have to do some sort well, of Well, yeah, you got to like learn and do training, but... But who decides that's what... It's not what... like you go to pussy medical school. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. Like, I, I don't think you go to, like, Harvard for buttholes. I don't think they have, like, a butthole section, you know? I mean, they have, like, a cardiology and, like, neurosurgery and all that. But I don't think, and I could be wrong, but I don't think there's, like, the butthole specialty, you know? Yeah. But regardless, you still have to decide that's the medical, that, that's the specialization you're going to get into. You know, because there's a lot of medical, you come out with a medical degree, you're, you're a doctor, there's all sorts of shit you could get into. So at what point, I mean, does it fall in your lap? You know, are you like, man, I, or, or do you just genuinely really care about people's buttholes that much? Because it's not like you're looking at nice ones. It's not like I you're looking at. I was vaginas. It might be. <laughs> I, I don't like, know. What the fuck? But you're you still looking about? at buttholes. Well, yeah, that's true. But I think you're like inspecting the pussy, though. I, you might be. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't but know I, what the other one is. That I don't know if it's the same. The butthole doctor. Yeah, the finger. We could Google it. I don't know. What... Um. Oh, that's the other thing I wanted to talk about. What is a butthole doctor? What is a butthole doctor called someone's listening to this like you are such a fucking idiot Kenny. <laughs> a proctologist yeah there you go because i was gonna say like what the fuck okay maybe not a gynecologist a proctologist i think you're now nah, you're pretty fucking creepy either way but yeah i mean they probably make good money because people need to go in and get their shit checked out all the time no pun so. intended it, i would hope so yeah but you probably it's not like you're looking too. at the best stuff, you know? It's not like you're, like, you got some hot chick off Pornhub coming in. I'm sure you get those, but you're, I, I feel like the, the majority of people you're looking at are, like, old men getting their prostate checked. Yeah. There's no way that's all you do, though, too, you know? Like, that's part of, like, their... Yeah. What would it be? Job requirements, but... 
I would hope not. Anyway, I don't know. I just know the medical field. Like, like I don't know if I could do it. Back all day, every day. All day, just, just yeah. Jamming your finger up. Yeah, or two fingers. Mm, nice. who's giving them a second opinion. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I think the whole medical field. I I don't know if I could do the medical field. Just like in general, I don't. I don't think there's many medical s- procedures I could do. Not necessarily without gagging. But, like, being excited to get up and go to work and just see, like, this disgusting stuff. Like, for example, um, evidently when people give birth, they fart a lot. And whoever the midwife is that's, like, getting the baby out, they're getting farted on. <laughs> like, I, there's no way I could fucking do that. Yeah. There's no way. That's why uh, people in the medical field, they deserve all the money. They can make as much money as they want. I don't care. I don't think they're greedy. They deserve all the money because anyone who's going to get – their face farted on and smile about it they're special yeah you have to truly have a deep passion and care for other people to basically do any kind of medical profession because i agree i mean you're basically either seeing like very intimate stuff blood and fucking guts like no matter what kind of doctor like the grossest shit even just Mm -hmm. someone that like checks up on people coming in like Oh, look at these warts and yeah. stuff like that. Oh, I have this weird cyst growing on me. Like, it's never anything cool. Like, you know, like, it's all bad. You know who I think it's has... all bad and disgusting. The best but worst medical job in the world is Dr. Pimple Popper. Mm, yeah, are you one of those people that likes watching those videos? It doesn't bother me. I think it's interesting more than anything. Um, yeah, some people are like, oh, my God, let's, yeah. let's watch this person get all these blackheads removed. I feel, like, sick when I watch this. Um, it doesn't bother me. I just, like, sometimes it's satisfying, you know? Yeah. Sometimes it's I absolutely guess. fucking disgusting. Because just what, the seeing someone else's relief of that shit go, like, go, away. Oh. Yeah. No, you know what I like that I'm super fucking into is I'll watch, like, a ton of chiropractor videos. Oh, like, that's super peaceful. Yeah. All kinds of popping and just seeing that. That I like. I feel like those people could probably kill you very easily if they wanted to. The chiropractors. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You like your whole neck area? Yeah. Yeah. Like they could totally kill you if they wanted. Half the time it sounds like you did die when they crack your neck or something. Or your back. It's like, oh, my God. that He killed that person. He killed that old lady. Yeah. Sometimes I think about letting like a friend or someone that was like, oh, I know how to pop necks, pop my neck. And I'm like, eh. I'm an idiot. <laughs> Why would I do that? Um, like a back is one thing. Yeah. Um, but in order to pop your neck, you have to do the same thing that all the assassins do in every movie, which is turn your neck. And in the movies, they die. <laughs> <laughs> there ain't no way I'm letting my dickhead friends do that yeah. to me. No chance. No. Have you ever been to a chiropractor? Oh, yeah. I never have. Uh, when I was in high school, senior year of football, I had to go four times a week for like a month. Yeah, I think I really want to go get readjusted at some point. That sounds good. The, he, you always feel better when you leave, you know. But I, so I went because I tore both of my groins, um, senior year of football, and I had to go get some like electro, some shit. I don't know. Um, all I know is he was really close to my balls with some like electric device, and it was really strange. Yeah, how much I love those videos. I would have the doctor uh, film it while they pop mine. Mm. And then I would bring it back home, and I'd be like, (laughs) 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 I'd be be jerking to it. (laughs) All right, I guess I know what you look up on Pornhub. (laughs) I'm like, 
<laughs> Hold on. Midgets and back popping. I'm going to do some research after this. I'm sure they have something that'll fill your needs, buddy. Yeah. There's something for everybody. Yeah. I don't know. I You know, there's people who are really into, like, that Dr. Pimple Popper stuff. I'm not, like, super into it. But, like, when it's on, I'm like, yeah, I'll watch this. I just, my thing is, I don't know how these people, I guess the topic for today is just filthy, disgusting people. Yeah, I was just going to say, do you realize how fucking gross of an episode this is? I know. It's like all we have been doing is talking about nasty Just bashing people. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But people have cysts and growths and shit sometimes the size of like a baseball or a fucking cantaloupe. How do you let it get that far? I mean, I guess it's embarrassing. You don't want to go to the doctor and show them this filthy, disgusting thing you have growing on your back. But, like, at some point, don't you have to just swallow your pride and be like, this is disgusting. My husband hasn't looked at me in four years. He moved out of the house. Well, I feel like some people are like, oh, it'll go away eventually. You know, a lot of people hate going, like, to the doctor and the dentist, even though you really need to. So they, like, put it off and put it off, but, I mean, you got to draw the line somewhere. Yeah, exactly. At some point, it's like, all right, like, I have this disgusting thing growing on my leg. I have to wear long socks every day. Yeah. There's no way. I've never really had anything too horrible like that that I've had to go to the doctor for, thank God. No, I've never had to go have anything removed yet. Yeah. (laughs) Oh shit. Um proctologic surgery. You looking for a new doctor? Yeah. One you can see, uh, yeah, about once a week. Uh, <laughs> yeah, to see my anal and rectal problems. Oh <laughs> uh, shit. Alright. That's gross. Yeah, let's get off of this for like the last ten minutes. Uh all right, I guess mm. we can quit talking about buttholes and switch to UFC or something. Yeah, you want to talk about that card a little bit that's coming up this weekend? Yeah, let's talk about that card. Um, oh, there was also that fucking dude who got caught watching porn in Parliament. We can talk about that next week. Tune in next week for the dude in Parliament who got caught watching porn twice. Um, UFC. So we got a big card coming up. We got uh, Oliveira and Gaethje. Which I think is going to be a really good fight. Uh, Banger. You're going for Gaethje, I'm assuming? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I fucking love Justin Gaethje. Me too. He, dude, the guy's a scrapper. I love the way he fights. Yeah. yeah, me too. And he's like an all-American wrestler and just never wrestles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I like him. Yeah. He just likes to strike. He loves getting punched. He loves punching people. So sick. But the guy can fucking wrestle. Um. So I like him in that sense because he's a scrapper. And then you have Oliveira, who has 50% of his vision when he doesn't have his glasses on. So he can't see shit. And he is like a genuine martial artist, which is why I like him. He's very skilled in his disciplines and all that. So I think it's going to be really weird to have a scrapper and like an actual martial artist fight each other. And I think it's going to be a great fight. Yeah, I just think that if... Charles is going to stand in front of him like he's done on the last two. He stood in front of Chandler, got dropped, and almost finished. Mm -hmm. He stood in front of Dustin, got dropped, and almost finished. Mm -hmm. 
like he has been like able to bounce back, you know, and get the victory, obviously. But like, I would hope you come in with a little bit different strategy for someone <laughs> that punches yeah. like Justin Gaethje does. Well, if Oliveira wins, he's gonna he's submit gonna him. submit him, yeah. and if Gaethje wins, he's gonna knock him out. Like yeah. the, those are, I don't see it going all five rounds. Um, I see a submission or a knockout. Submission yeah. from Oliveira or a knockout from Gaethje. Yeah. And I'm really excited for it. I think it'll be fun. I just hope fucking Gaethje doesn't get tapped in, like, first round, second round. Oops. I want this shit to go at least three, unless we get, like, a knockout, because then I can't really complain. No, because knockouts are what we're all looking for. Yeah. Um, then going down the card, we have uh, Thug Rose and uh, Carla Esparza. And that's the girl that beat her before, right? I believe so. Yeah. Um. I just know Thug Rose, she's such, like, an innocent, sweet-looking girl. Mm-hmm. And I always think she's going to just get her ass beat just by looking at her, you know, and then somehow she kicks you in the mouth and knocks you the fuck out. Yeah. Um, her head kick for the belt was so sick. Yeah, that was that was badass. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. It was one of my favorite knockouts. And then she started crying after, and it was like, oh. I know. Yeah, she's, like, hard to not, like... Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I hope she wins, only because, like I said, I, I just look at her as like this sweet, innocent lady that I just don't want to see get hurt. Yeah. Um, I guess is why I want to go. So the other fight I'm really fucking excited for is the Chandler and Ferguson fight. How do you see that playing out? I see Chandler winning. Um, I see Ferguson getting bloodied up and them calling it because he's so fucked up that a normal person would not be going, but he's going to keep going because he's like a zombie. Similar to him versus uh, Justin? Gaethje. Similar to him versus the last, like, seven fights he's had. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was on such a run, though, for, like, the longest time. It's just, it just passes prime. The, the thing he's got going for him is so fucking tough. He, he's, he's too tough. He, he's tougher than... Pretty much anyone. I mean, he's such a tough fucking guy. He's got a crazy fucking style, too. Very crazy. And he's yeah. so dangerous on the ground. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it wouldn't fucking blow my mind if he, like, somehow won, you know? Yeah. But I, I just don't think so. That little pit bull is going to fucking yeah. batter him. You, you can never count Tony Ferguson out. No. You can never count him out because he just keeps going. But I think he's a little past his prime, and I, I think... I think Chandler's got this Chandler's one in the bag. Chandler's a beast, dude. Chandler's had a very unfortunate string of events for his UFC, like, the start yeah. of his career. Yeah. You know, he gets in, they immediately feed him Hooker, who's, like, no joke at all. Dan Hooker is the most underrated fighter yeah. in the UFC. He's a stud. Yeah. He's lost quite a few of his last fights, too, but, I mean, Yeah, dude, but that's because he'll take a fight on two weeks' notice yeah. against the number one contender. He doesn't give yeah. a fuck. I mean, I, I think the guy had, what, three fights last year, and they were all, like, a drop of a hat. He didn't see his kids for, like, six or eight months or something, mm-hmm. you know? But he's so underrated. Um, yeah, he had to start out with Chandler. Or, no, Chandler had to start out with Dustin, uh, Dan Hooker. Then knocks him out. Second one was the... I think the Charles fight, right? It might have For been. the belt was his second UFC fight. It might have Because he's only won one fight in the UFC. He has, huh? Yeah, so he, then he gets the title shot against Charles, loses, almost won. And then he had that uh, 
Yeah, that fight against Gaethje. That was a fucking banger. It was a fucking God, banger. that was so good. Um, let's see. So he lost against Gaethje, Oliveira. He beat Dan Hooker. He beat Salvador Woods. And so I, so yeah, the Woods, I think, those were still strike force. Yeah, so he's had two fights in the UFC. Yeah. It looks like. Three. Three. Hooker, Oliveira, and Gaethje. This will be Hooker, Oliveira, and Gaethje. Yes, yeah. okay. So. That's a tough string of dudes. For just entering the UFC, and he's those are three a, of the best guys in the UFC. He's put on a fucking show every time, win or yeah. lose. Yeah. Like, he didn't get his ass beat. Like Oh, no, he doesn't get his ass beat, he dude. Put I mean, a fucking fight and all this. The, the guy just keeps going. He, he's, I, that's why I think it's going to be a good fight with him and Ferguson, because they're just two very nonstop, in-your-face type fighters. Now, say he wins, and then regardless of who wins the, uh, the main fight, the belt mm-hmm. he's already fought both of them yeah is, you think he gets another shot or maybe someone else than him because he's still I ranked like fucking someone, fifth or fourth or something like i think that. someone he's else in the, I, I think if he was fighting anyone other than tony ferguson he might have a shot at the it's belt kinda, next it's kind of tough if charles wins dude it's if it, charles wins he's already fought dustin He's already fought Gaethje. He's fought Michael Chandler. Like the lightweight division right now Makachev, is stacked. Is stacked. Yeah, he's gonna be another big name. I think he's gonna win this Tony Ferguson fight, and I think they're gonna have another big name, and he may or may not win. But the only reason the guy's lost is because he's fighting top notch fighters. Mm-hmm. You know, if if he did like Patty the Batty or fucking uh, Sugar Sean, any of those guys, the guy would be undefeated right now. But he, they just put him right in the top contenders. Every time they have him fight some bad motherfucker, you know. So, and then we got Shogun Rua. I cannot believe that dude is still fighting. How old is he? I don't know. I just remember the last. He's been fighting forever. I I literally can't think of a Shogun fight I've watched since like John Jones whooping his ass. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Tough, Tough, tough fucking dude. I don't get why people still do it. I mean, probably they don't get paid a whole lot. Yeah. You know, but you could almost make more doing something outside the UFC, like with your fame and skill set. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. I don't know how uh, personable the guy is, though. That's true. I don't see him being very personable. Like, I I don't think he could do like Michael Bisping did and, you know, start commentating fights. And I, I don't see him being a very good ref. I think fighting is what he knows how to do, and he's just going to keep doing it. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if he goes to the Bare Knuckle League after this. That uh, seems, like, up his alley. You ever watch some of those? Yeah, they're, they're, fucking, they're, fucking they're brutal. Insane. Yeah. I watched uh, Josh Barnett versus this, like, tatted up fucking foreign dude. I can't remember what country, if he was, like, mm, I don't even want to guess because it's going to be wrong. But, yeah, dude was, like, blasted head to toe. And then Josh Barnett is, like, have you ever seen him fight? Mm-mm. Oh, you got to look it up. Got to look it up. Didn't that he just enter the bare knuckle? I think not that long ago, yeah. Yeah, okay. He's I, fought in like every fight league there is. Okay. He's just like... I'd probably know who I He's just a brawler, dude. He's crazy. But he's old as fuck, too, and still does that shit. And I'm like, why, man? Why do you want to be like 40? Oh, yeah, I know who that guy is. Yeah. I know exactly who he is. No, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, he doesn't have a tattoo on him. And he looks like a mean guy, but... He is a tough motherfucker. Oh, no. I always see people with tattoos, like, covered head to toe. And it's just like, oh, that guy's going to win. 
you know, Mm -hmm. you can tell like they're just scrappy. And then a lot of times they get beat the fuck up. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, Who's the last one on that card? It's a cowboy. Oh, another one. Yeah. A lot of, uh, a lot of older dudes on this. But still interesting. I mean, I'd rather, I'd rather watch like an older certified fighter fight than like a prospect half the time you know yeah well you, you kind of know what you're getting in for i mean when's the last time that guy won a fight he hasn't won a fight since 2019 he lost one two three four five six so he had five Ouch. losses in a no contest yeah hopefully this is like them throwing him a bone and he gets the job done and can retire because I feel like a dude like that is just not going to retire until he fucking Look how many gets fights this fucking guy has. It's insane. Yeah. I, and the names on there are fucking crazy. Yeah, he's got crazy names. He's, I mean, what, what's his, 36 and 16. He's like what I would call it. 52 uh, fights. He's like a true journeyman. Absolutely. Like, never had the belt, but always like put on crazy shows, like had some great knockouts, fought all the best people, but just never, never was the top top. Yeah. Just a grinder that just stuck through the middle of that division. Yeah, because he's always been in a really competitive division. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if the guy's got I mean, 52 fights, not including the two. So 54 fights, professional. That's a lot. Professional, of, too. Professional. You fought at least a fair amount of times amateur to get pro. So like, yeah. think about that. A guy, he... This has got to be his last fight, you would think, right? I hope. I hope he just wins and retires because, dude, I, I hope it's so sad too. watching a guy like that like get beat up. Yeah, which he keeps you like doing. Want to root for him so bad, and then it's yeah. just never working out. I, I know, man. I I hope he I hope he gets a win and retires because I don't want his entire legacy to be tainted by seven straight losses. Retiring on seven straight losses. I, that's, that's probably why he's still going, because he has that's six. That's what I think. Yeah, I, I think he's just waiting for a win to retire, and it's just not fucking happening. Hopefully fucking he gets it done this Saturday, because yeah, I, I don't so want to keep seeing him take beatings. Me either. Me either. Yeah. Uh, I want to see him retire. I want to see him still be there you know i hope he shows up to press conferences i i I really hope they bring him in kind of like they did with michael bisping and maybe not commentate or commentate i don't know the guy's a pretty he's a good speaker um nice guy uh but i hope they at least like bring him on ask his input and say stuff because i mean the guy's got so much experience i know he's gonna have something to bring to the conversation yeah um so i'd love to see him stick around just not fighting anymore absolutely We'll end it on that positive note after uh, being pretty uh, gross for a while. Sounds good to me. Whatever. Shit happens. We talk about whatever the fuck we want on here, so. Oi. Get over it. Um, shout out to the two percenters. This was Majorly Misinformed, episode nine. Henninger out.